Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to another episode of our Transfer Daily with the beautiful game and Eurosport. So this is day four and we've got three transfers to unpick. I'm going to kick off with Ben. Ben, if you don't mind bringing your transfer to the table. Sure, absolutely. Great to be back again. Uh, so straight in, it's claimed Tottenham are in the race to sign Jesse Lingard from Manchester United. So many clubs are interested, though. Uh, Eurosports football insider Dean Jones, cheeky plug, has suggested Sheffield United, uh, while Marseille, Porto, Inter Milan, Nice and West Ham have all been floated. My point is simple. Is that a race you really want to be in with Sheffield United and West Ham? Now, I like Lingard, or I liked him when he used to play, uh, and I think he has been unfairly slated by fans, but the truth is he's not playing at the moment. Um, and you don't want to give out the message, I think, as Spurs, if you want to be considered an elite club, where you're going to one of your rivals and taking a player that isn't even making the bench half the time. Um, this is a guy who couldn't even get in off the bench uh, when Spurs beat them 6-1. I know United have changed since then, but it just doesn't send the right message going for Lingard, in my opinion. It's actually interesting because I spoke to someone close to that situation yesterday. And the current situation with Jesse is that Manchester United don't want him to leave. They see themselves as challenging from the Premier League, Europa League and FA Cup. And they recognise they need a deep squad. And they still believe Jesse can play a role in that. There's been a host of clubs that have been interested in him, you know, in Europe, in the Premier League. Around half of the Premier League have been interested and I don't think Manchester United want to let him leave. But when I look at the Premier League, teams that I think he would fit into would probably be Newcastle and West Brom. Tottenham, when I look at what they're trying to achieve, I don't think he fits into that system. But don't you think Lingard is a player that needs to play for a team on the front foot? You say, you know, Newcastle and a few other teams, but surely those teams are too defensive to get the best out of a player like Jesse Lingard because we've seen when he's at his best, he's capable of getting 10 goals and 10 assists in a season. So surely you should be looking at a more attacking team other than the options that you've mentioned. Yeah, I agree. I think a team like Newcastle, when you look at the midfield, it's very stagnant. It lacks energy. And that's Jesse's strengths on and off the ball. He's a connector. He can press, he can hurry, he sets that tempo. And those teams like Newcastle, for instance, when you watch them, it's very passive. And I think it will improve them tenfold. So moving on to transfer story number two, 
Dej, what have you got for us? Thomas Tuchel to Chelsea. Mm, that's an interesting one. Obviously, Frank Lampard's um, position has come under threat. Some are even saying it's become untenable. Um, but Thomas Tuchel, when I look at his resume, Borussia Dortmund, they played good football. He ended up with a German Cup trophy. He's obviously gone to PSG and obviously it's not the most competitive league in the world, so to speak. So you expect them to win the top honours. Last season, Champions League final, um, they fell at the final hard hurdle to Bayern Munich. But the reason why I'm interested in this one is Thomas Tuchel is notoriously, you know, a character that owners maybe tend to fall out with. And although Abramovich keeps sort of a quiet public persona, you get the impression that, you know, you have to fit in to a certain type of person to be able to collaborate and work with him. And I think Tuchel and Abramovich won't really click. Obviously, the common link is Chelsea have a core, you know, a German core, Rudiger, Havertz, Werner. And the key to their success is obviously trying to connect them together and make them flourish, which is where Frank Lampard is failing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think on that, I mean, firstly, I want to say, just make it clear before I make a point that completely contradicts it, that I think Frank Lampard should be given time. But I'd hate to see, I'd hate to see him lose. Like, he started brilliantly. He's in a slump. I just, I don't know, I just think, Chelsea have been too reactionary in the past. I'd like to see him given time. Um, having said that, I think Tuchel at Chelsea could be brilliant. Um, I think we can ignore a spell at PSG because it, you have to bow to player power there. Like everything revolves around Neymar and Mbappe. There's no room for an actual philosophy, which is which is Tuchel's strength because you have these two pa- uh, power players. And that's probably why Pochettino will fail there too. Um, but at Dortmund, which which you mentioned, um, Tuchel's side were brilliant. Um, I remember a game... I was at um, Tottenham v Dortmund. It was in the Europa League. must have been four or five years ago. And Tuchel's side were basically what Tottenham were three years later under Pochettino. High energy, attractive, beautiful pressing football. And they had an identity. And I think at the moment at Chelsea, if you watch them, you're like, what are they trying to do? They, I mean, mm-hmm. players that they brought in like Havertz and Werner look completely lost. Well, we know from Tuchel working with Bundesliga players that he could potentially get the best out of them. Having said that, though, I would like to see Lampard give them more time, A, because I don't particularly like Chelsea, so I'll quite enjoy their slump a little longer. Um, but B, because I actually think Frank Lampard can turn it around. I think it's a tough one, because when you look at it, it's too short a man to take that final step. We saw him get to the Champions League final and ultimately fell at the final hurdle. Chelsea is a team that pride themselves on success. They need to win trophies every single year. And it's too shall that man to compete with Klopp and Pep Guardiola at the top level. I'm not quite convinced. Yeah, he's not a tier one manager. I would rather go for Hassan Hutto at Southampton. When you look at the resources that he's expended much out of, you know, he's done very, very well. And I think someone like him coming into Chelsea on that upward trajectory, it kind of reminds me from when Poch went from Southampton to Tottenham. That's the sort of energy he's got. Clear philosophy, worked with Werner. So it makes sense. And it's very last point on this. It's very interesting because Chelsea got rid of Sarri to try and get better. Juventus got rid of Sarri to try and get better. And in my opinion, both of those teams have regressed. So what's the common denominator? <laughs> Don't sack <laughs> like Sarri. Sarri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, Sarri. <laughs> Transfer story number three. And it's Adama Traore. This is a player that's been linked with Liverpool. Um, I believe he has two years left on his contract as his contract runs out in 2023. But for me, 
this is a non-starter. Because when I look at Traore, he doesn't fit the profile of what Liverpool need and what Liverpool wants. We all know that Jurgen Klopp loves these wide men to score goals. And when I mean score goals, that's 15 to 20 goals a season. And Adama Traore is yet to score in the Premier League this season. So for me, I don't think he's a good fit for Liverpool at this present moment of time. It's interesting you say that, Dodo. But when we look at Liverpool's front line, they're 29-30. And Bobby Firmino, he's someone that his position has come under threat. He's next birthday. He's going to be 30. Adama Traore is 24 years of age. So you still think he's on an upward curve. So maybe we don't see right now him coming into Liverpool and starting. But over the next 12 to 18 months, we all know Klopp's profile for an attacker. Quick, agility. And Klopp takes pleasure in developing those types of players. We see what he's done with Hotter. We've seen what he's done with Mane. So surely, don't you think he can maybe do something similar? I don't think so. Because when you look at the profile of the player... Klopp doesn't really favour traditional wingers. He likes his wingers to be inside forwards, to play in between that six-yard box. And I think Adama Traore is a traditional winger that wants to beat his man 1v1 and get crosses. And Liverpool have Trent Alexander and Robertson doing that. So it's almost like a contradiction between Traore and Trent to play balls because we already have a winger in Trent Alexander-Arnold. So I don't think he fits into the team system. I mean, I'd I'd love to see Traore, um, not necessarily at Liverpool, but at, but at a bigger team. He's he's a complete enigma because he plays his best games against the best teams and then goes missing against everyone else. So he's the perfect player, say, for that Liverpool United match, nil nil. The Liverpool defence is struggling. A completely different option who we know can rip open the best attacks. He's 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 a ridiculous. He's got so much talent. You watch him. And you're like, oh, this guy's the best player on the planet. And then five games will go past and you won't see him. But if you, uh, as, as one of you said, I can't remember. If Klopp can improve him to be a more regular, consistent player, maybe it'll work. It depends. I, yeah. I don't know. Like what Dot, said, what Dot said about him not being a Klopp forward, he's right. I just wonder if in a game where Alexander-Arnold may is not, maybe not getting through mm-hmm. and you bring him on in that position and just say, right, just off you go. But for me, financially, it doesn't make sense. You're going to spend how much money on him? And Liverpool's priority at the moment is to get a commanding centre-back, not another forward player. Mm, I remember someone saying that he's like a Lamborghini with a learner driving behind the wheel. <laughs> and for part of the season, we saw him package his game together. But this season, he's maybe started off slow. But you wonder whether the contract rumblings behind the scenes has started to affect him on the pitch. And also... No Raul Jimenez, he's someone that he forged a great relationship with. I think that about wraps up episode number four of our collaboration with Eurosport. Stay tuned because we'll be back again tomorrow. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 